Guys, one girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love. Um, today is going to be another non-typical podcast, Cameron, because we looked at the movie list and there was just nothing that we thought was kind of us. Nothing, nothing good. Nothing yeah. Good. So this is just like a, you know, extemporaneous podcast about whatever is on our minds essentially exactly there's there's more on our minds than there is to see in theaters well and to say that there's nothing is is going to be mean to movies like uh molly's game what molly's game molly's game yeah that's a that that is a movie that's in theaters that that is a movie that's in theaters you could have literally just made that up and i would have had no idea how do you know i did it Uh, jessica chastain that's why she hosted saturday night live yeah oh is that Uh, why i thought it was just because of the me too movement all right well i i there's the post and apparently also there's this movie called the phantom thread uh have you heard that one yeah it's your typical oscar bait type movie Which well, is Oscar bait for next year, right? It can't be no. this Oscars, right? Yeah, it, it can't be. Yeah. Oh, just because it, it's it's out before this Oscars. Yeah. What are the rules though? There yeah, are rules for this. I like, thought it can't... had to be in the calendar year of 2017 well, to be eligible for this year's Oscars. It, it the nominations just uh, they just mailed in their nomination ballots uh, this past Friday. Uh-huh. So so I guess this past Friday is probably the deadline for any for any movie. And it, and like some of these movies aren't. As long as it's, like, it released in some, like, enough people had seen it, like, screened or, like, critics mm-hmm. have screened it, then then it's eligible. And Phantom Thread is famous for it being supposedly Daniel Day-Lewis's final movie. Because right. he's retiring. Right. Which is an interesting move. You don't really hear, like, Sir Anthony Hopkins never retired. Sean Connery never retired. They just stop making movies. I mean, is well, he just saying that just so make... maybe he'll get more money for his next one when he comes back? Or out of I mean, he's such like an eccentric person. Maybe he is just like I can't do it as good as I feel like I used to. So it's too exhausting nothing. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if he just like came back and just did like you know a random comedy, a buddy cop comedy? Yeah, <laughs> like Dumb and Dumber three or something. I don't know. Does he have any like not <laughs> wow, super was... serious Oscar buzz type movies? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Nicole, did you see what the rules are for the Oscars? The rules are many and varied. It is a rather long PDF, a five-page PDF oh I just downloaded to my phone. Section 2, paragraph 4, states that um, the movie must be released prior to... Does the movie to... have to get notarized? Uh, no. How would you notarize a movie? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why getting accepted is so hard. Um. They have all sorts of requirements. So I'm just looking. So there's a different set of requirements for every category, it looks like. Mm. So I'm just looking at the best picture one right now. And, um. Well, is, has to be is good. the post. Does, you know, is that. Is that. Was that even nominated for Globe? Yeah. So, yeah that was, okay, so. And so what is the post about? Because the Phantom Thread's like about a dressmaker or something. The right? post is just like Spotlight type. It's a uh, uh-huh. Watergate. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. Actually, I would actually like to see that one. 
but mm-hmm. not exactly two guys, one girl, and Santa movie fodder. It's not <laughs> and, really on topic for us. You know? Right, right. And, th- and that's sort of the problem. It's just... Everybody's chasing an Oscar, so... Every, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're focusing on the Oscars. You're sort of reliving back, um, you know, previous movies of the year. Maybe you're releasing it just right before Oscars, just so it's kind of like the hot buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also... Like, all the big blockbusters that come out around this time came out around Christmas, because that's when all the families go see movies. So, like, you know, uh, all the big studios drain their tank of movies like that at Christmas time. Right. So they're, they're done in January, you know? But you'll see these Oscar movies be released in in smaller theaters, like like the art house places, and then once it gets some Oscar buzz, then they'll... Buy yeah. I, Tanya uh, played here in Nashville the first week in at uh, the bell court mm-hmm. and now it's being showed at, at regal cinemas yeah because mm-hmm. it's getting some some notoriety yeah. i want to i tried to go see the shape of water on friday and it was sold out because it's in bell court's like 30 person theater oh, oh really yeah well that, that means it's toward, towards the end of its run there yeah yeah but i think i've seen that in regular theaters too did you see i tanya no uh that's one i kind of wanted to see um, I thought the trailer looked really good. It had some buzz about it. Is it supposed to be like serious or just tongue in cheek? It's it's kind of like a little of both. I would say. Cause yeah, I think it's kind of a it's, dark. There's dark humor to be had in the actual story. It's kind of a ridiculous story in general. Though. Yeah, I mean, like what year was that? Was that the, it was the 92 80, Olympics? 92 Olympics. It was the first Olympics I remember. That's actually one of the first news stories I remember in clear detail. Right. And uh, that's actually one reason I'm not so interested in seeing it, because I feel like I watched it live, kind of like the O.J. Simpson movies that have come out recently. Yeah. Um, but it's supposed to be good. I mean, Margot, Margot Robbie's a good actress, so, you know. See how well she plays, because, I mean, they were definitely Harding and Jeff Galuli and all that. They were definitely some... Some southern or midwestern, yeah. yeah. Okay, you 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 said it. Yeah, I mean, she, she the whole the whole thing with her is like, you know, I I don't know if it was ever conclusively determined whether she actually knew that that was going to go down or if she was just caught up in like the people around her being bad people, right? Um, but the whole thing was like, even if it wasn't her fault at all, you know. Uh, all, all us other figure skaters aren't trashy enough to be hanging around with people who would try and pull that. You know? Right. Like, it was a very classist kind of thing with her. Yeah, I mean, there is, there is so much, you know, large differences between Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Yeah. Tanya Harding was just, you know, a little bit edgy in everything that she did. She wasn't necessarily... The classy elegance that yeah. she was the athlete. She had the mad ups. Like she was the first person to do some sort of triple axel. Yeah, like some sort of really complicated something. thing that involves you having to have like a huge amount of airtime to get it done. Right, know? right. Uh, but you know, she she definitely came from a a poor side of of that yeah. as opposed to Nancy Kerrigan. Maybe maybe she kind of got everything kind of handed to yeah, her. Yeah, she seemed like a sort of the typical um, you know. And whether or not skater girl. she had, you know, anything to do behind it, she definitely wasn't, like, sorry about it happening to, to Nancy Kerrigan, right? Right, yeah. I do don't you, know. you remember much of that? 
I do not remember any of it. In 1992, I was four. Not a big ice skating fan. Not a big ice skating fan at that age, no. Who won gold? Because Nancy Kerrigan won silver. And I remember her maybe being disappointed in winning silver. Well, I remember... Yeah. yeah, she was ninety six, wasn't she? I remember Michelle Kwan. Yeah, mm-hmm. so ninety two was the last year that they had the Olympics, and the summer and the winter are the same year. Uh huh. So the the ninety ninety four they had one, and then ninety eight would have been the next one. Mm-hmm. They used oh. they used to do every two years the Winter Olympics, oh. and then ninety two because that was ninety two is a summer Olympic year. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So they stopped doing it. Hmm. So Nicole, what what did you what did, what do you what do you know about the whole Tanya Harding thing? Just out of curiosity. Um, I, I know, I watched the trailer, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything that was on the trailer, but before that, all I basically knew was um, there was some sort of ridiculous thing where Tanya Harding um, sabotaged some, the other figure skater by hiring someone to, like, break her ankle or something, I think. Kind of clipped her, clubbed her knee, right? Yeah, she oh, took like a crowbar to her legs But then it, it was like one of those like extension rods kind of thing. I, I don't know the then, then, very specific details, but basically, yeah, that's remember it. remember seeing a clip, too, of like the wailing. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why? why? That's yeah. like the famous... That was like clip. a meme before they existed, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> definitely it was a meme been. before the internet. It know? was a meme before the internet. It was both internet. sad and funny What's slash What's crazy is like... I remember it happening, but I was like seven, so I don't remember, I don't understand, and maybe I would learn if I watched Itania, uh, how was it that they had cameras on her? Right. You know, like, because I've never seen any clip of her actually being hit in the legs. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the clip of, why, 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 you know, like. Maybe, yeah, that's a good question. Was I guess there's, there was a news crew around, yeah, and that, she started screaming. That's the only yeah. reason why I could think of it, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was, you know. Live crime, live crime drama happening. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, not every January movie can be as titillating as I, Tanya. Right. In fact, there's a lot of really crappy uh, movies. Y- you were even mentioning this earlier, Cameron, about... Uh-huh. Uh, was it Red Letter Media? Yeah. They have the segment called Fuck You, It's January. And what's the... What's the gist of that? The premise is there's nothing good in January. Like, fuck you. Here's some shitty movies that uh, we know are shitty, but we're just clearing them off our plates for whatever reason, you know? They call it the dump months in Hollywood. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, presumably, you know, movies get green light, greenlit. Mm-hmm. They go into production. They are completed. And, you know, there's, at some point... Uh, people are aware, oh, this movie we made and spent money on is not good. Mm-hmm. What can we do with it to recoup some of our money? And yeah. that's it, it winds up in January because, you know, Santa may have other insights into this, but I think it's one of those things where if you've got, you know, a crappy movie and some good movies, you don't want to, you don't want to waste a, a high dollar summer blockbuster weekend releasing your bad movie one of those weekends you want to save those weekends for all the good movies you have to release and so it's like january is going to be a sour month anyways just get it all out there you know well Santa, i mean weather's usually 
not great in January. Yeah, weather could be a factor, and then some of it could be also like, well, it, there's nothing good out. People may still want to go see a movie. Right. And, oh, th- you know, this is the best we got available. So you know, if there's nothing good out, we're all competing. Yeah. You know, on an even plane. And it, like, release a movie early in the year enough. I mean, it, you can release it on DVD in like three months, and mm-hmm. then, you know, yeah. get, try to get some uh, Smoking Aces movie that came out in January one year it didn't do terrible at the box office but it definitely wasn't like great right know? but it, it, it gained a following when it was released on on dvd and and mm-hmm. some people started watching it. i mean that's how i saw it and yeah and enjoyed the movie and then they made a sequel for it which was really awful <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i i went through some of the worst january movie releases and what's tough about it is a lot of these movies Surprise! I didn't waste my time yeah, watching. Yeah, never even heard of. And two, yeah, as uh, Cameron, I've, I've never even heard of them. Is this by Tomato Meter? The worst ones or Metacritic score or what? This, this I'm pulling this from Ranker. Okay. Um, so uh, number one is actually Meet the Spartans, which oh is. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. What, what what do we call those movies? It's a parody movie. The yeah, parody it's a movies. Movie or so this is making fun of like. 300, 300 and mm-hmm. is that the brothers? I don't think it was them okay. but because but, I don't think there's any black people in that movie right Method but, Man that, is. but they make a lot of the spoof movies like <laughs> yeah, all they, the scary yeah. movie scary movies, movies. Method right. Man is the Dave Chappelle of the of the Meet the Spartans and followed closely behind another Carmen Electric uh, uh, awesome movie epic movie epic. which I guess was what spoofing all of the summer blockbusters the movies, I, I guess, guess so has anybody seen either of those movies? No. Yeah. The last one of those movies I saw was the one where they were spoofing, like, the sports movie. And, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, I can't remember. Uh, she's on an, a, a CBS show now. Um, the show about rehab. Mm. She's blonde. I can't think of her name. Don't, don't watch that on television. <laughs> you have to Google that one. Uh, here's num- number three was My Baby's Daddy with Ashton Kutcher and Seth Green. What is it? Like? I don't even remember that movie yeah. coming out. What is this a ranking of? Just the worst, the worst, worst January movie okay. releases. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some of them I just I don't even I've never even heard of. Blood Rain is one that keeps coming up. Blood Rain. Michelle Rodriguez, Ben Kingsley, and Meatloaf. It's a it's a Meatloaf. based off like a video game. It's probably what was U- it? Uwe U- U- Bowl. It's yeah, Bowl. it's a yeah. I bet that's who it is. It's, it's like or is, no or how how is Rain spelled? <laughs> R A Y N E. Yeah, it's, it's like a vampire yeah, a video, video, yeah, video game movie. Yeah. yeah. Is Meatloaf a vampire? I mean, he, no. He's he's the meatloaf that all the vampires eat. <laughs> he would do anything for love. I mean, he was eaten in in, in uh, Rocky Horror. Oh, was he? yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I've actually never seen Rocky Horror. So. Oh, well, I'll put that on the list. Fifty Shades of Black. That is a Wayans movie. Yeah. Spoof of Fifty Shades of Grey. Can't believe people still fund those goddamn things. Like, who wants to see? It's, it's just like Adam Sandler. You know. I guess. So what's really great is that there are certain people who are trending. In the January movies, like there's another Ashton Kutcher movie called Down to You with Rosario Dawson and Julia Stiles. Huh. Dirty Grandpa? Yeah. That's, that's a, one with. Uh, what's up? Robert De Niro and Zach Efron. And also um, the girl from Parks and Rec. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, yeah. What has happened to De Niro that he feels like he has to do these movies? Needed a paycheck? I don't think he needs a paycheck. I think he just needs something to do. Yeah, he's bored. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's confused. And he's not getting, he's not getting like the, like, 
the major roles, whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, I'll just do whatever. Cause, I mean, didn't it, he start some sort of like fund or something? Like, I know his father was an artist, and I saw him interviewed on like CBS This Morning or some show like that, where he was doing something, and it was dedicated to his father. So maybe he's taking these roles to pump more money into his like philanthropic work too. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Paul uh, Mart or Paul. Bart, Paul Blart. Blart, Mall Cop. <laughs> we, we have friends that love that movie. Really? Yeah. Who? Bill Christina. Oh, yeah. my God. They, yeah. That guy, Kevin James, is like... Nobody's perfect. He's like an amazingly... He's, he's like one of the icons of bad comedians. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How does he keep getting CBS movies, too? It's like... They basically remade... Uh, um, King, of, King Queens. of Queens. Now it's called Kevin Can Wait. Yeah, it even has Leah Remini in it. Like somehow they just like got her back in there. You know? I think they just made a mistake canceling the original one. And yeah, yeah, they try to re- correct it. Biodome, a great. Oh, that is a great bad movie though. Like, <laughs> what's bad is they they listed R- Rose McGowan, Jack Black, Kylie Minogue. But wasn't that a Pauly Shore? Yeah, it's a Pauly Shore movie. movie. He's the only and person I remember from that movie. One what, the isn't ba- one of the Baldwin's? Yeah, oh, it's, is it Steven, Steven or Billy? Steven? Yeah, Billy. Uh, nah, no, it's not, not Billy. Not, not, not Billy or Alex. He's blondish. Yeah, Steven. yeah, yeah. What's your favorite Paul Shore movie, uh, Nicole? I honestly cannot. Yeah. Name. You don't even know who Paul Shore is. I don't know who Paul Shore is. Hey, yeah. buddy. Uh, the episode of Futurama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the episode of Futurama. I have seen. Futurama. It's probably the funniest thing he's ever been in. Monster trucks. They actually talked about that in that. Red Letter Media thing. Oh, really? It, they are trunks that trucks that are literally monsters oh, yeah. with tentacles. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that made no sense. Was that last year or was that twenty eighteen? Uh, let me look it up here. But yeah, it has the guy who plays MacGyver in it as the lead, and it's like, I know you're just trying to get in any movie to get on the big screen, but maybe you should have passed on that one two years ago. With this Stephen King renaissance, I think it's time for a Maximum Overdrive remake. Yeah. yeah. No. It, yeah. Just, just pull somebody in from uh, the Fast and the Furious. Okay. Cabin Boy. I remember actually seeing this one in the theaters. Yeah. It was just again they don't have Chris Elliott and Dave Letterman had a brief cameo in it. David and, Letterman. Uh, yeah, and um, uh, Andy. Early nineties. Uh, who, who's Conan Ryan's sidekick? Oh, Andy Richter. Andy Richter was in it, too. Um, if that was from the 90s, then that makes sense, yeah. House Party 3. We all, all remember those <laughs> great ones. Was that the... Was that a Marlon Wayans thing? No, no, no. That was Kid and Play. Kid and Play, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dunstan checks in the uh, orangutan that worked at a hotel. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> yeah. Seems like a lot of comedies. It's like, uh, dr- it's a dreary month. If the weather is bad, but you can still go out, then what else are you going to do? Maybe go see a movie. Don't Probably be a rest. menace to South Central while hey. thinking Jason in the hood. That's a good movie. I hey. have seen that. Have yeah. yeah. you? Santa and I made me watch that one. But that's <laughs> not a bad one. How Did you enjoy that? it? It's I... at the bottom of the list for the worst show. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it's at the yeah. bottom. It was a really weird movie. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I've actually never heard, watched it, but I hear I've I always heard it was hilarious. It's like one that I never got around to watching. But it's another. Is it another parody movie? It's a parody movie. Like oh, January is. is like the king of parody movie mm-hmm. uh, releases. I is guess. it like parodying Friday? Oh, it's a or Boys Min- in the Hood. Menace Society. Menace Society uh, too. Boys in the Hood. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
there, you probably don't have to advertise as much. You know, you just uh, yeah. Here, here's a movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's out. Yeah, and there's <laughs> a, there's not a lot of thought process to it. It's just you just go there and it's just cheap laughs. You're at the mall already buying sneakers. Just get in here. We're returning your Christmas present. Returning your Christmas. Actually, that's probably a heck of a component of their strategy. Yeah, you're you're here already returning presents. Go see go this see a shitty movie. movie. Yeah, you've got cash in your pocket from those slippers but, you returned. Yeah, then when you have you have like weather like us where it's during the week it's freezing and snowing and then the weekend it's 60 degrees yeah. people are going to want to go out <laughs> right here's another one uh that's a national kutcher film the butterfly effect oh i've seen that it We're, is not a bad movie it's not really bad, but yeah the, the premise just just breaks falls apart towards the end and like he doesn't like there's a lot of like inconsistencies Oh, really? How does he go... Because he goes back in time, right? Yeah. He goes back... To, it's like... the Time travel is kind of like Quantum Leap. Like, his consciousness is leaping into him... Himself... At other points... In his life. And... His whole life, he's had blackouts. And oh. he realized that all the times... As he grew up... Where he was blacking out... It was him... Reinserting himself into... His, his future consciousness yeah, leaping and, back in... And so the direct, I saw it on DVD, and I guess in the theatrical release, he just like leaps back and tells this one girl he doesn't want to be friends. At, the, uh, at one point, he, he even goes back into the womb. Well, so in the director's <laughs> cut, he leaps back and strangles himself in the womb because <laughs> he realizes that the only way to make things right for everybody is if he never existed. And it's dark as shit, but, but you know, like a solid... Seeing it through to the end, kind of ending to that movie, um, yeah, I thought that for my expectations were through the floor low when mm -hmm. we turned that movie on in my college dorm room, mm -hmm. and uh, they were surpassed. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of movies to watch in your college dorm room, Half Baked came oh, out. God, twentieth anniversary this. That is, That's why there was an article about okay, it. Because that is like a cult classic. That movie is hilarious. So there's actually there's a lot of cult, class, cult classics in January. Uh -huh. But why, why, why is Half Baked such a cult um, classic? The people movie? who are in it, you know, it's, it's Dave Chappelle's, one of his only movies that right. he starred in. And it was before he was famous from Chappelle's show. He was just a comedian who had his spot in Hollywood notoriety, but he wasn't Chappelle show Dave Chappelle yet. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of good cameos. like oh, Great cameos. A lot of great 90s cameos. Like the two I remember are Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, there's Gwyneth Paltrow, one of the bald ones, Jon Stewart, um, and other people. Bob and Saget. Bob Saget. <laughs> yeah. It, it, there's like a lot of memorable lines. Like, have you ever sucked dick for marijuana? You know? <laughs> it's very, it's yeah. very quotable. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. it's very quotable, and like it, he's he sort of did a good job of kind of giving a voice to stoner culture, like with the oh I'm a MacGyver smoker, I'm an enhancement smoker, I'm a you know everything I do makes me artistic smoker. Well, know? and you definitely the scavenger. Yeah, it, well, the scavenger, if you yeah. <laughs> if you were a pot smoker, you could definitely yeah. identify with a lot of those people because. 
because there is such a thing as a scavenger smoker. Yeah. The guy that just comes and just shows up. Yeah. Shows up and just takes the biggest hey, man, hit. Can we get a taste of this? I, yeah. I, I didn't even hit this bitch yet. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I I thought John Stewart's was the yeah. best. You the, ever the recorded smoker. a podcast on, on weed? weed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's you ever seen the back of a twenty dollar bill? Yeah. Go look at the stars. They're pretty cool, especially on weed. Yeah. Do you ever see that one? Nicole? Oh, it's so not. good. There, there is a plethora of shitty uh, January movies just waiting for you to, to watch. The, the beautiful thing is that Santana's slowly mm-hmm. having me watch these movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like your your great enjoyment of watching uh, uh, Trading Places, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that movie did not age well. So you know what's interesting? Are you kidding me? That movie's fantastic. Oh, this is just a super random fact about... Uh, half baked. The guy who plays Mr. Nice Guy, the the drug kingpin who has it out for him yeah. in the movie, is Prince's father in the Purple Rain movie. In case you were wondering, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was also in the Mod Squad. Okay, yeah, he's he's been around. Yeah, I now you made me just blank out. Uh, Clarence Williams the third. Yeah. But I, I do like how you're just like, yes, he was Prince's dad. Well, it's because I saw Purple Rain after Prince's death. Yeah. And I was like, who the hell is that guy? What have I seen him in before? And it took a few minutes for the wheels to turn around and be like, oh, that's Miss, that's, uh, or his name was Samson, right? I want to talk to Samson. I want to talk to Samson. Get me to the moon, I'll be lifted. You're Mr. Nice Guy. Doctor says I need a bacchiotomy. That's what Kelly is for yeah, he's in a lot of movies. Uh, Reindeer Games, another yeah. great Ben Affleck one. Um, he's in uh, a lot of different stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot of movie cult movies that also came out in February. Office Space was one of them as well. Oh, wow. So here was one that I think Nicole suggested that we watch, and we couldn't bring ourselves to it. Oh, the yeah. Leprechaun. Yeah, this is one I want to see. Really? It's got Jennifer Aniston in it. Oh really? That's... You want? Are you, are you like being legit, like serious about this? I I have seen some bad movies in my day. Um, I I watched, and a lot of them have had Jennifer Aniston. And, and... Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I thought it'd be funny. Are you a Jennifer Aniston fan? I like it when I can recognize someone. Mm-hmm. She's like. Well, it's fun to see where people get their start because, like, that was probably her first role. I or think one of her first roles. I think it'd be funny to watch this movie and imagine it's not Jennifer Aniston but Rachel Green. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also kind of like watching Courtney Cox in mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe. It's like, wow. Yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to see that movie because my friend, uh, growing up, <laughs> thought it, always said it was the scariest movie he's ever seen. Like he saw it too young and it scared the crap out of him. So like, it is a little. It's, it's, it's kind of like Chucky. Yeah. Like did you ever see like Child's Play? I've seen pieces of it. Yeah, it's just something unsettling about somebody. Or something that's so small yeah. and generally thought of as, friendly. you know, friendly, innocent. Yeah, head. why yes. would a leprechaun be evil? A Man. small redheaded creature. Yeah. yeah. I think we see what they both have in common. Never trust a redhead. Never trust a ginger. So, as much as those... Actually, leprechaun was rated as a good January movie. Huh. Who, I mean, for January. I guess. Yeah. Um, there, there are some, some rather okay ones. Um, this, this year alone, Pennington 2. Yes. I can't, like... It's now uh, the, it's now the current best be- remo- review, reviewed movie of all time. 
It, it's it, supposed it, to be really good. It eclipsed Lady Bird. <laughs> How could it be the best reviewed movie of all time? Like it's, it's just a according movie. according to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has on a scale where anything uh, below a C mm-hmm. or or like a sixty is negative. Right. So so somebody gave Lady Bird a negative review because they didn't want Lady Bird to be the best reviewed movie of all time. I see. But Paddington Two is the best now because anything above uh, above a seventy is positive. So I mean, right. not, not saying it. Every review is like in the high. It's not. A, it's not every review is one hundred percent. Every review yeah. is over seventy. Yeah. yeah, it has the highest number of positive, positive. reviews. Yeah. yeah. In the uh, found footage genre, there was Cloverfield. Oh. Remember that had a whole lot of high. It's the ten year yeah. anniversary. Well, and I think J.J. Uh, Abrams is kind of doing something with that because the I forget. There's like, a new one coming out this, yeah, this he, year. Yeah, he's kind of making it a, a cinematic universe. Because, like, Cloverfield and then... 10 Cloverfield Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, that really was tied to it? He basically said that there is a common thread that will be more fully revealed in the I, next I think, movie. I think he's going kind of like what, what uh, M. Night Shyamalan did with uh, a, a couple uh, horror movie things where he just created this world and then, and then he's letting other, other people make movies and then if you want to tie it into Cloverfield, then you can Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I mean, Abrams didn't have much to do with Tinkle for Lane. Yeah. You know, and then. Well, they uh, bought the script. Uh, God Particles coming out, right? Is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the next one, uh, next month, I think. Or okay. Like, uh, and then they're going to tie it in somehow, you know. That, yeah, I don't know what the, the technical term in the industry is called, but the script for Ten Cloverfield Lane was like an existing script that somebody just wrote, like they wrote yeah. it. And we're like, hey, who wants to make this movie? And J.J. Abrams got it and basically like tweaked the ending to make it, you know, fit into the Cloverfield, you know, universe or whatever. Because basically, you know, the way that movie could have ended is she just escapes, gets in a car, thinks everything's fine, and then she drives to Chicago and it has been nuked. Yeah. You know, where the guy wasn't, he was crazy, but he was also correct. You know, was, that's the hook. Hmm. Tremor, Santa, you remember that one? Kevin Bacon. Oh, man. What? What? Yeah. Why did they make uh, so many of those? It's like that and Sharknado. I think people just went. I think it struck a chord with a certain movie-going demographic. People like a good monster type, you know, Mm -hmm. you you can make a monster out of anything, and then Tremors just just, just struck a chord with people. Yeah, and have Reba McIntyre in it. That's that's right. Did you see that in theaters? No, I was, nah. I was too young for that. Yeah, I've watched it on the USA Network yeah. all the time. They're up to like six now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's a movie that I don't know if they meant to keep the twist a secret or not, but I definitely didn't know it going in, and that was from Dust Till Dawn, uh, mm. which is Robert Rodriguez movie. Anybody seen I've, that? I've oh, never Tarantino seen. Tarantino directed the first half. Oh, okay. Directed the first half. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Was I mean, that intentional? Yeah, they did. Uh, cause, like, well, they the part, collaborated. They yeah. collaborated. So the first half of the movie is is the bank, uh, them, you know, Tarantino, then Tarantino's the, the, the other bank robber, mm-hmm. him, George Clooney, and then they kidnap a family, and then they end up in Mexico at this club or bar, and, and then, then when they enter the door, that's when Rodriguez takes over. It becomes a vampire movie. Yeah. I've never and, and seen it, and I would like to see it. They they did not, I, I feel bad now that you know about it, but mm-hmm. I don't believe they, no, they advertised or even showed any of the trailers the whole no, vampire part. I, I remember when that movie was in theaters knowing that it turned into a horror movie. Because okay. there was a scene where Selma Hayek's dancing, 
And then there's like one scene at the end of the clip where like she has fangs or something. Right. Okay. So they they were alluding to something happening, you know. But great, and they also did a bunch of shitty sequels for it that went direct to the <laughs> With video. With more TNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember I watched one of them because Tiffany Amber Thesian was <laughs> casting it. <laughs> yeah. And it, she was like in it for like five minutes and it was just like, it was just terrible. It was a paycheck for her and bait for the audience. Yeah, I yeah I I don't know. I I have a thing when they just ruin great movies by making a shitty direct-to-video sequel. So yeah. Any other topic? Any other ones that we left out? Um, So we know at oh Triple X, Xander Cage. Oh lordy! Was was somebody in that movie like a CGI all all the way through it, Santa? Huh. I have no idea. Are talking about the the last one? Yeah. I, I yeah. The tri- most recent the, one. The most recent one. The Return yeah. of Xander Cage. Return of Xander Cage. A did movie you, I did, in fact, see in theaters. You saw it with Santa? <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you think about it? Um, it is not a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel's getting a little was, long in the tooth for this, right? Uh, is he? Vin Diesel's good. Yeah. He's rock ages. It's just kind of, it was... You don't watch it for the story or the characters or the the way the shots look. You just watch it because, like, one crazy action set piece happens. Mm-hmm. And then a couple minutes later, another one happens. And it's, and then, you know, oh, my God, Ice Cube's back. And uh, Yeah, he did make a come. Spoilers. Yeah, he, he made a special appearance. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's still in it? Uh, yeah, he was in it, right? Neymar was in it, too. If any of you guys watch soccer? Nope. That was weird. He's the guy with the hair, right? They're all the guy with the hair, right? He doesn't have any hair. Neymar. Neymar. He, he has like the, the mohawk, right? Something very, like that. He's very stylish. Hmm. So here's a good one for uh, Cameron to chime in on because he okay. has a, a nanny. Not living nanny, uh, uh-huh. but the hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, I'm, I'm aware of the movie. Haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. Santa Nicole, seen it? Nope. Is that James Patterson? The nanny is like a murderer or something, right? Like she, she's yeah. trying to kill the family and steal the baby. Rebecca Demore Nanny is the nanny. Uh, so okay, so basically, I'm the credit will rock. He, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Annabelle Scoria, some random actress. Right. She was also in The Sopranos, but that doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's pregnant. Uh huh. And I guess. Is it her obstetrician or whoever's? What's OBGYN yeah. doctor? Obstetrician. Yeah. Uh, 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 sexually assaulted her during a, a physical examination, and Whoa. apparently he has a history of it. And so Annabella Sciorra, you know, turns him in, and he gets arrested, and I think he actually kills himself. Dang. Um, rather than go to jail, so he, the doctor's wife was uh rebecca de mornay uh-huh. character and she was pregnant too and she had a miscarriage I see. so she uh applied to be the nanny mm-hmm. for annabelle Sciorra to get payback on her husband you know dying and her losing uh-huh. the baby and basically planned to steal annabelle yeah. Sciorra's baby and you don't do is it something like all that's revealed throughout the movie uh, you or know you, it, as the but, know. but they, they, yeah, they don't put it 
together till like the end. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, Annabella Skiora's sister mm-hmm. uh, uh, finds out about it, uh-huh. you know, and yeah. then she ends up getting killed before she can, you know, uh-huh. tell tell anybody. It's it's a it's a really good thriller. Um, uh, it also yeah, stars famous. Ernie Hudson. Um, oh hey, Ghostbuster. Look at that. Yeah, so that's a good one to check out. Uh, Kristen may not be up for watching that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our nanny's gonna steal her baby. Santa, <laughs> Santa, did you see Gleam in the Cube growing up? That was another January movie. Gleam in the Cube. That's a was that a that was a skateboarding. Movie. Yeah, Sk- not skateboarding. Yeah, skateboarding. Yeah, skateboarding. Christian, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah, Slater. yeah I, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't see it in theaters, but I did see I was, you know Saturday afternoon movies, but. This was the time when, like, you know, skateboarding was starting to become, like, mainstream cool. And Christian Slater was still, was also kind of mainstream cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, that movie had, like, it was, it was weird in the, the whole, like, the the Asian... Vietnamese yeah, angle they had. Yeah, and it was like, and... Uh, yeah, very, very <laughs> inauthentic. One thing I've always wondered about that movie is how does one gleam a cube? It, you should go look up the YouTube video of them explaining what that means. Okay. And it's such California stoner uh-huh. dude. Just something that sounded cool in the 80s. Yeah. They, they're, on a, they're on a half pipe or they're on a street course. I don't know where the cube comes into it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, A half pipe is like a cube that's rounded, man. <laughs> uh, his best friend's uh, bedroom was in a, in a uh, fallout shelter. Seriously, like they would go to his room and go out in the backyard and open up huh. the the hole where he. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I would have thought that was awesome as a kid. Really unbelievable. I was watching a little bit of a scene uh, where there's a, a car chase, and you know how in Back to the Future, like uh, uh, Marty McFly yeah. would hold onto the car and. But the car was hoverboard, yeah. Yeah, well, or the first movie, skateboard, yeah, yeah. And but they're not going that fast, right? They're going, driving around town. This is a chase scene where Christian Slater is hanging on to a Corvette that's like going eighty miles per hour down the interstate. Yeah, and and it's just like, yeah, I'm still with you, you know, just holding on. That's uh, not how that works. But he the mel- the wheels would melt and then fall he, off. He was on a no 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 no. His, his friend who make who happens to also make skateboards uh, in his fallout shelter uh he, he he put it you know street wheels made made some made some modifications hey, they covered they covered that logical <laughs> you know f- issue with the plot they they, they tried their they best to, to explain it, it. Yeah. so anyways I february can't come soon enough go ahead nicole i actually have a trivia question Ooh, mm. i'm ready for it all right um we got a straight to our cash game my muscles. <laughs> I know, yeah. We uh, we like to play a lot of trivia, and last year we won a cash game, so uh, we're looking forward to bringing that home again. We became $1,000 heirs or whatever. <laughs> I still can't believe we won that. Like, we did not do very... I, I left early because I just thought we... No. Did you still get half the money? Or yeah, Santa, the money? Santa. We kept it. Well, yeah. and then gave it to yeah. Yeah. What was it? It's $1,000, right? $1,000. It'd be like 100 bucks. We each won $90. Uh, oh, because we had to pay in. Yeah, Do we have to pay it the day of? Or yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So we got to bring $10. Good, yeah. good call. Oh, so what's the trivia question? <laughs> all right. So the question is, what is the highest grossing January movie of all time? 
No thanks. So I have a guess. Okay. Uh, because and I only know this because they mentioned it in one of the articles I was reading about best January movies was uh, the special editions of Star Wars came out. That doesn't count. Uh, yeah, that doesn't count. is number nine on the list. Oh, well, well, there are eight off. movies that gross higher than that. Jeez. Oh shit. Um, it did come out fairly recently. Xander Cage. That Triple is X. very far down on the list. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no I'll guessing? guess. I'll guess the Water Boy. Is, <laughs> is there? Can you give us like the genre of the the film? Like, is it horror? Is action. it action? action. Mm-hmm. Can you give me the country of origin? <laughs> <laughs> can I you can use it in you, a sentence? I can give you the studio. Okay. So, okay. WB. The uh, is it a Superman? Uh, was it Man of Steel? It no. was not. You guys ready for yeah. it? Yeah. It was American Sniper. Oh. 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 Okay, that makes sense. January. Yeah. It came out January sixteenth, twenty fifteen. Uh, number two was Ride Along. Uh huh. Number three was Kung Fu Panda Three. Of course. Uh-huh. Number four Classic. was Cloverfield, and number five was something called Split. Mm. Split. Uh, was Split the one with uh, last year? That was the one where you had multiple personalities. Yeah, right? yeah. People loved that movie. Wait, wait isn't that also like a uh, M Night Shyamalan yeah. character? Yeah, yeah. That, M Night Shyamalan the, directed it. That's the carryover to uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Like yeah. I, I've never seen Unbreakable, but yeah, apparently in like the last scene, it's revealed that it's the same universe somehow. Oh, Bruce Willis shows up at the end of the. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you should. I highly recommend Unbreakable. It's, yeah, people said it's not it's, bad. It's, it's yeah, he was bad. It's the second, probably second best shovel in movie it's a second, if you consider. It's a second movie. Yeah. What, the first one's uh, Six Sense, Six Sense yeah. which is the best. It's just one steady downward. <laughs> so, yeah. Slope. Yeah. <laughs> really steady downward. Like, I saw that one with Mark Wahlberg. Uh huh. Signs. Mm. Marky Mark. Oh, oh. Well, there's like the that. Plants the plants? The happening. Yeah. The, the happening. Yeah. I just spoiled it. The plants that are going to kill The plants everyone. are evil. Right. That was. Man. He's just what it lacked in quality. It made up for in a, you know, blunt-fisted environmental message. It's just <laughs> nothing but Marky Mark just with his mouth it's open. It's amazing acting. that a guy who like, Uwe Boll is one of the only people who is mocked more than M. Night Shyamalan, and it's amazing that his first film, is still regarded as just like incredible. Like it's there's no you know there's no story like it. It was a complete shocker. You know. Mm-hmm. So. One thing I forgot to mention uh, in the last podcast that I want to do a little hyping is uh, Santa and Nicole have a, a new blog uh, that they're doing. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? I sure can. Um, I would hesitate to put Santa's name yeah, on this blog. <laughs> Nicole has a new Santa blog. Santa doesn't want anything to do with it? <laughs> no. It's he like... actually doesn't like pizza. Oh. Yeah. My God. He's not... I mean, I would eat it. <laughs> What do, you, what do you do? You just have salad there, or pastas, or pastas, or, or chicken wings? Or, chicken yeah. wings. You do like chicken. So okay. So sorry. Uh, it's Nicole's <laughs> uh, 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 blog. So tell us a little bit about it. Spoiler: I guess it's a pizza. Uh, so I, I, my New Year's resolution was to go to a different pizza place every week in 2018. Um, no chains. No. No repeats, different place every time. So um, I've been doing that. You guys can check it out at 52slicelife.com. 
Mm-hmm. I'm working on week four right now. I should have it up either by the end of the day today or tomorrow. Where um, was week four? Week four was at this place off 8th Avenue called Dolce Vita Pizza. I got, mm. got some carry out there last night. It was it was good. It was decent. It was it was kind of like you know if you normally if you go to a chain you to get some pizza it's because you want a cheat meal right because it's yeah greasy and cheesy and delicious. This was like that only you know you're supporting a, an indie pizza place instead of and you, you're Domino's. I mean we we talked a little, what what is a chain like because. Like we said, obviously, like Pizza Hut's a chain, right? Yeah. So uh, I defined a chain as like a, a national restaurant that has um, pizza places in more than just the local Nashville area. Mm-hmm. There's a couple places in here that I'll be going to that have more than one location. Like yeah. uh, Mafiosa's has a, two locations. Uh, but that's a Nashville establishment. Yeah. Uh, Castrillo's mm-hmm. has a has a couple locations. But uh, something like Mellow Mushroom has locations all you know across the United States, so right. that wouldn't count. Oh damn! I have good good white pizza. But you're you always get the same pizza. So yeah, I get I just get a plain cheese pizza at every place just so I can more accurately I don't feel like it's fair if one place just happened and came up with a like a cool specialty pizza, mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be fair to judge them against each other. So Or if somebody either does toppings well or mm-hmm. really badly, that kind so of thing. I have a I have a hundred point pizza grading skill. Um at the at the end of the year uh, I have a. I've already started like this giant spreadsheet of pizza data. I'm gonna be able to find out who's the best slice, where's the best place to get a pizza, where's the cheapest place to get pizza, you know, which place has the best menu, all sorts of stuff like that. Awesome. So definitely check it out. What's it called? Fifty two slicelife dot com. Fifty two slicelife dot com. So definitely check it out. Uh, well, this has been a. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a podcast. podcast yeah. <laughs> it's been a podcast. Uh, we do know with some certainty what we're probably doing next. Santa, what do we got? Um, ticket Black, wise, Black Panther. Black Panther. That's, that's like a month, uh, three weeks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do a podcast on it, but I, February is also when Annihilation comes out, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. Maybe yeah. we can roll that up into. Some sort of omnibus multi movie podcast. I, I don't know what what is that. So Annihilation is the first book in a three part series of books written by Jeff Vandermeer. That all they're all all three books were released in twenty fourteen, and it's uh, under the heading of horror slash weird fiction is what most people describe it as. Like we call it speculative fiction. Yeah, people people uh, often compare him to. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft, uh, and uh, it's definitely, could. there's a sci-fi element to it for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, The Southern Reach. Yeah, the Southern Reach trilogy. And so... um, Ooh, Oscar Isaac, I like him. Yeah, so uh, Oscar Isaac, Natalie Portman, they're going to be in... Natalie Portman's the main character in the first movie. From the previews, it looks like they are changing some things. (laughs) Sure. Um, which may or may not be okay. We'll wait and see. But I don't know if they're actually going to try and make it a trilogy or if they're going to... I mean, nothing gets greenlit without it being a multi, mm-hmm. multi-movie multi opportunity. Oh, it's the same director from Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of buzz surrounding this being a, 
a good movie, and apparently the author of the books is is very positive on the movie. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Could well, be real freaky. We'll definitely have to check that out. So uh, last little bit, who do we got in Super Bowl? <laughs> I don't even know what teams are playing anymore. You all didn't yes, see, but all of us kind of turned. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> we all turned and looked at Santa. Right, I, I want, time. I want, I want Jacksonville and Philadelphia to play against each other and to make it the most boring, worst Super Bowl ever. <laughs> it would be. That would be terrible because at least the Vikings make it. It would be interesting because it's, it's in the Minnesota. first time. Yeah. First, that would be the first time ever. That yeah, first happens. time. And then if the Patriots turn it, then you then you can either hate them or love them. So yeah, yeah. anybody but Brady. I swear, if the Patriots win again, it's just like. Uh. Yeah. Come up with a different ending to this movie. <laughs> it's terrible. All right. Uh, we will do better next time. <laughs> Otherwise, we did we'll... fine. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the movie studios who didn't do well. We should have, yes. They have definitely failed us. Uh, hopefully, February, they'll bounce back. Uh, bold move with going Black Panther in February. But, you know, it's a Valentine's Day movie, I'm sure. Yeah. True love. Black History Month. Is that, it really? That, that's true. I can't believe. Oh my god. Maybe that's the reason why they did that. Well, I, just also, I mean, it's not a bad time. I mean, Deadpool came out in February, and they don't. They, if if uh, Infinity Wars is coming out in May for the for the primetime blockbuster season, then they, they got to get this it ahead of the time. Infinity yeah. War. All right. Well, let's go ahead to the bar and cheer on Saxonville, <laughs> just because screw Brady. See you all next time. Adios. So